It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this man back. He, of course, is the son of the former president of the United States. It's Donald Trump Jr. Don, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing well, Joe. How are you doing? I'm living the dream, man. It's really a pleasure to have you on today. I want to get into the great deal you just made with Rumble in a second, which I think is going to make America very, very happy. I want to get into your past and what it is that you're working to, you know, towards in the future. But I wanted to start with a mutual friend of ours. You know, Diamond and Silk, I called them my sisters from another mister. I had them all on, on all the time. They were there meeting with you and Kim and, and your dad and everybody a billion times. Great voices for conservatism and freedom in America. And we lost Diamond last night. I know that you made a video about it. If you don't mind, just tell my, my fans, my, those who are watching and listening, your thoughts as well well honestly she was just you know one part of an incredibly dynamic duo i mean uh when they came out in in 16 with with the humor and the uh, but the way they attacked the issues it, it was so amazing uh she was just so larger than life just a great person a great human being you know just part of an incredible dynamic duo i mean i think she, they were just perfect for the time you know donald trump you're know, taking on the establishment and you had these two incredible you know, just black women just making fun of the insanity, yes. uh, you know, that is the radical left that had, you know, frankly, such a stranglehold on that community. And, you know, the way they addressed that was just amazing. I mean, and they just couldn't be nicer people. It's, it's truly sad when you when you see that happen uh, in, in general, but especially to such good people. So uh, we, we will truly miss her. We hope Silk's doing great. And, uh, you know, just both incredible individuals. Yeah. And we, we send our love and support to them, as I'm sure you and your family do as well. It's Donald Trump Jr. I want to get into this deal with Rumble in a second, but I want to just do a little bit of, of, of thinking about the past. We really got to know you on, I think, on The Apprentice. And we saw how smart you were, and we saw how, yeah, you're cut from your dad's mold, but you're still your own person, and, and your belief system and your business mind really jumped out at us. Then, when you're nominating your father to be president of the United States, there were people that night, Don, who said, holy crap, this guy's next. I mean, they looked at you and said, listen to his voice, look at his look, look at his confidence about how much he loves America. How do you keep yourself grounded? Because, yeah, you were already in a family that was very famous, already knew who you were. But that night, when you nominated your dad in Cleveland, like everything it went through the roof. How do you stay grounded and not let that get to you and keep on you know, preaching as well as you do about loving America and conservatism? Listen, I think it was just the way we were brought up, right? I mean, my, my grandfather, I think that like the beginning of my political roots actually had nothing to do with my father, but I had a lot more to do with my mother and my grandfather. Wow. You know, my mother escaped communist Czechoslovakia. Uh, my grandfather saw the lifestyle that we were you know, growing up with here, Joe, and he was like, you know, that's great. You're, man, they're blessed, but uh, you got to see the other side. And so I spent my summers 
like I said, in, in the early 80s in communist Czechoslovakia, growing up there, I've waited in those bread lines. I understood, uh, you know, what that kind of system does. Uh, and, and so it just I think I just became a very young conservative from a very unlikely place growing up in in New York. The rest of it's that, you know, my happy place, you know, isn't at a black tie, you know, rubber chicken dinner circuit type nonsense. Like right. I'm, a, you know, I'm sort of a. I'd say I, people will laugh at it, but like a blue collar guy in my hobbies, right? I, I'm a hunting guy. I'm a fishing guy. I'm, I'm out competitive shooting. I, I hang out with real Americans yeah. uh, in, in ways that a lot of people don't. I travel the country, uh, I, I, not, not just with the donor class or at the you know, GOP dinners where you right. show up, you get wheeled out, you get applauded and you leave. But like, uh, you know, my, my friends are those real Americans that my father got in uh, this race for. And I think, uh, you know, that's that's my motivation. You know, I, I, I trust me, if I wanted easy uh, or if I wanted if it was all about money or whatever, I could have just sat there and been a real estate developer. Shut the hell up. And, right. Uh, but I, I actually believe this stuff. And that's why, uh, you know, I fought back so aggressively, I guess, I, you know, that maybe I've been blessed to have that skill set. Not everyone, you know, a lot of people. And I get it. There's a social consequence to it and all that stuff. But, you know, when I look at what's at stake, it's so important that we fight back. And it's a big part of why I'm doing what I'm doing with Rumble, because you see it every, to this day. I mean, mainstream media continues to smother thought. You know, YouTube, Google, you know, Twitter's opened up a little bit, but the rest yeah. of social media is the same. You know, the difference is we know what happened to Twitter now, and we know it's still probably going on exactly the same or just yes. as bad at all of the rest of big tech. And by the way, more importantly, it's going on in every newsroom in the country, Joe, it's that way. They were doing the exact same thing. Twitter, we just have a little clarity into it. So, you know, I was one of the early believers in Rumble. Uh, I'm a big believer in sort of this red state economy stuff that's going on right now. I mean, that's 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 been a, a huge focus of mine just because I've been sort of a champion for the cause. But for years, I could never do anything with it because, you know, I would never get the Hunter Biden treatment. But now that, that I can be out there, uh, you know, helping these guys get off the ground, trying to it's so important. And finally, conservatives have woken up like these people would put you in the gulags. They you know, corporate America doesn't care about you. The radical left that controls most of those and so many of the institutions in our economy and law enforcement, everything, you know, they would put you in the gulags, like stop giving them your hard earned money. Uh, you know, again, same with media. You're never going to get the true story. You're going to get a watered down version. So I'm doing this on Rumble, like uh, because. I think people actually want to hear, uh, you know, the alternative. People want to hear, hey, listen, I remember when they told, you know, Wuhan lab leak theory. Like, if you're a doctor and you would say that it came from the lab that studies the exact virus in question, you'd lose your license and tenure and credibility. But, like, stunning. of course it did. Yeah. Like, when was that never the most plausible? And there's just so few people out there that have the gut. I've been saying this stuff for years now. And, again, yeah. uh, you know, maybe I was – uh, I was blessed to have a you know a, a pretty good launching pad uh, to start from with it, but you know I'm still here and I'm still doing it. And again, it would have probably been a lot easier just to shut up and build buildings in New York uh, and be invited to the cool person party. Uh, but I actually don't care about that because those were never actually my friends. Like my friends were real Americans. 
Right. And, and that's what I love about you. Everywhere you show up, I, I know that we were talking about Telegram a year or two ago, and you got a million followers on there in about two seconds. You're over a million now on Rumble. You're millions and millions on Twitter and elsewhere. But you're right. You don't really know what they're doing with your voice. Are they squelching it? Are they spreading it around? Are they putting it out there? Now you're going to be on Rumble.com slash Donald Trump JR. Uh, go and follow him there. When does the show start? By the way, it's called Triggered with Don Jr., which is it's an homage to your book, obviously. Yeah. But w- when does it start and how many times a week are you going to do the show? Yeah, you know, it, it was interesting in trying to do it. Initially, we were talking about, I got to figure out how to do that with my political schedule and going right. and trying to help candidates and all of this stuff. So I was like, hey, Chris, like, figure out a way where I can do this out of a briefcase. I think initially <laughs> I got to get it going. But what's awesome about that platform, though, because it's free speech, like, we're going to figure it out. Like, there's going to be a component of that that's actually live and interactive. We'll switch over to another side where, you know, people can go interactive with me during the thing. And, you know, nice. if you don't like what I'm covering that day, ask me the question that you're actually that you want to see about. And, and let's see, like, that's, that's what sort of I loved about even the debates last week. Like, like we need debate in this country. Everyone, right. like, it's a, dis- you know, I was watching you know, 60 minutes and there, it's a disgrace that there was debate in Congress. And I'm like, I don't know, like, shouldn't we have debate rather than like just running with the pre-baked answers from the DNC or even the RNC, frankly? I mean, don't the American people want to see that? Uh, and the fact that there's so little of that kind of debate out there. I think it's, you know, it's created windows for guys like me who are just unafraid uh, and, and willing to say the stuff that probably a lot of us are thinking. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you, you see that out there. You, and again, you see that as reflected in Disney stock. You know, it's down like 50% because people don't want other people's crap jammed down their throats. That yes. doesn't mean they're against, you know, whatever the, uh, you know, acronym of the week is. It just means they don't need it force fed to them 24 seven. They don't need their children indoctrinated with those ideas. And they've said, I'm going to stop giving you our money. I'm going to go find someone who shares my values uh, and, and support them to make sure that we have a chance. Right. And, you know, just being on the precipice of that, finally having Republicans who are willing to push back, Republicans who aren't willing just to turn the other cheek and say, OK, well, you know, they, they put me in jail. They hate everything about me. They hate my values, my beliefs, but I'm going to give them all of my money. Like, We've said, <laughs> no, there, there's other alternatives out there. So, right. you know, we're going to talk about that, I'm sure, a lot on Rumble. And, you know, it's a big part of what I'm focused on as well as, as sort of these parallel economies emerge. The, the show is beginning the week of January 23rd. Again, go to rumble.com slash C slash Donald Trump JR. If you don't put the C in there, I think that sometimes it doesn't work right. But but you go there, just look up Donald Trump Jr. Just make it all one word and JR for Jr. at the end, and you're going to find him. Go and make sure that you that you take in this. If you're not subscribed to him yet, it's free to subscribe on Rumble. Go and subscribe to him right now. A couple of things that you mentioned. First of all, how embarrassed should 60 Minutes be that they use Leslie Stahl, of all people, to be the one saying that, that Republicans should be embarrassed and that we're the embarrassment of the world when she's the one that told your father Hunter Biden's laptop wasn't real and she wouldn't back yeah. off of that. I mean, she was very disrespectful to a sitting president for no reason. They should be embarrassed for that. And to your point about companies, Netflix is waking up, Don. Netflix suddenly is offering conservative stuff because they lost 200,000 or maybe 2 million now um, subscribers because of their wokeism. So it's working. They're listening to you. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, like I said, I mean, you know, for so long, and I've been saying it for years, and finally people are waking up. We've had that sort of, well, we'll turn the other cheek and we'll live and let live. But I'm like, wait a minute. Like, they have literally been saying the part, the quiet parts out loud. I mean, there's the ones that want to put you in the gulags. Yes. There's such disequal, you know, justice under the law. Just watch what, you know, happened. the Mar-a-Lago raid 
with the FBI's hostage rescue team versus Joe Biden, who as vice president kept classified documents that have been lying around his office for the last uh, you know, decade involving, I guess, Iran and Ukraine, right? Like, right. I wonder how many countless people read that. And yet, you know, you and I know nothing's going to happen from that, Joe. And yet they use the hostage rescue team, like, you know, an elite tactical unit to serve an arrest warrant to Trump, because guess what? When you're in charge, the Democrats, they will weaponize the highest forces of government to intimidate, harass their political opponents. That's been going on forever. You know, I was one of the guys on Twitter being like, hey, man, like they're censoring. Like I did that like six years ago. You know how I knew? Because my content didn't change. And I went from getting like 10,000 retweets opposed to like getting three. Right. I saw it. It didn't literally rocket science. I didn't need to look at the algorithm. And when I go to a, you know, when I go to a college campus and I speak, because I don't just speak you know, to in the balloon, I, I go to places where, you know, you may not be that popular. Hey, raise your hand if you think that if your professors knew that you were here listening to me, would you be penalized academically? Every kid <laughs> in the room, their hand goes up because right. they understand that's what we've been dealing with. But now, finally, there's outlets. And again, whether it's, you know, Rumble, who has been very consistent as a free and that doesn't mean like a right wing platform. Right. That means they'll hear both sides of and the they debate. Do. I'm happy to be I'm happy to stay on some of the left wing platforms because I think my argument will actually win. And if you engage with me with some of the, you know, the haters and otherwise, it actually sort of feeds my ability to make my argument more than just being in the bubble. Um, But it's so important to engage. And now it's not just in that voice. You know, if you look at Google search, there may be the worst of all of these things. They're driving a narrative. You know, you'll never find the real conservative side of the story, you'll find the leftist skew or they'll bury it on page 97 somewhere. I mean, this stuff's been going on. So I'm watching and seeing in real time this parallel economy of people that are saying, well, uh, you know, I was watching people getting their insurance canceled because they were conservative or maybe they were gun owners or maybe their banks were leaving them because they like Trump. Or I mean, there was some stuff that you like. It's literally communist China stuff that was happening in America in the last few years. So all these other people are seeing that as an opportunity. And so it was interesting for me coming as a business guy uh, at hotels and all, you, you used to want to appeal to, you know, 362 million Americans. We got to take care of all of them. It's like, no, man, I, I, I'd rather be like a hero and a fighter for half, a third, a quarter of those people where they love you for just going all out for them. They're just point. being sort of agnostic to all 365 million. Like you can make a great business having a customer base of 100 million plus people. Like that's solid. Yeah, it's pretty uh, good. Yeah, it takes, <laughs> it takes guts. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's a you know, there's a better word for it. it and God knows, I've, I think I've paid my dues in that world <laughs> given all the testimony that I've done. But again, right, different story, right? Do you think if I did what Hunter did, you think I'd be present here talking to you? Or I'd I wouldn't be talking to you. No, I would not jail. be talking to you unless they hook you up from jail because you'd, you'd be gone. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that, but I'm glad that you made that point. A couple of points of fact that those watching and listening need to understand. The president of the United States can declassify anything he wants, and he did. Cash Patel told me that your father declassified everything. I talked to your dad. He declassified everything that was at Mar-a-Lago. The vice president of the United States can't declassify anything, nothing. So whatever Joe Biden had stored, hidden in some private residence or whatever the hell it was in Pennsylvania was illegal by the law. And and you're right, nothing's going to happen. But your voice is loud. My voice is not as loud, but I'm, I'm trying. Your dad's voice is loud. If we stay on fact, if we keep on uh, dismissing the lies and, and exposing the misinformation, people are coming around, Don. I mean, I really feel it. Yeah. And maybe it's the Twitter move. Maybe it's because I, I, I you're getting... 
Do you feel it? I see it on all sides. Yeah. I I see it on all sides. I I see it amongst the people. Uh, But more importantly, like I I see it uh, even on the business side, which was the other part that we needed to do, right? Where people are taking that, you know, I've been talking a lot with Michael Seifert, who started Public Square, right? Right. Look up Public SQ, right? It's like a directory of conservative businesses where they say, these are our values. These are this. There's other companies sort of finding concern. And like, guess what? If you're going to go on Google and search for the coffee shop, why don't go on Public Square and search for the coffee shop? Where the people share your values. If you're going to spend your money, whether it's at home or when you travel somewhere, you're looking it up one way or the other. Go find the people that share your values. Support them. Help you know put their kid through gymnastics or a hockey practice or whatever it may be, rather right. than feeding a you know woke corporate the woke corporate American beast, which is doing you no favors and frankly doing no one any favors and is you know largely an employee of China at this point. But you know, do that. It takes two seconds. You're looking it up anyway. Uh, you know, find those companies, support them. But I'm watching these things emerge and these great companies that are creating. And you know, there's a lot that you know, the, either the idea may be great, but the leadership may not be good, or the right. idea is bad, but the leadership could be great. Like, but there'll be a couple that will emerge, and they can do such amazing things. And it'll be so important for our movement. You know, I'm glad you mentioned even you know, you and I. Like, hey, well, you have your show, and I'll have a show, but like. We're banding together to fight in this fight, even if, right. you know, theoretically others are saying, oh, you're competitors. I don't look at it that way. Like, we have to make sure that Americans understand to win this battle, we all have to be unafraid. We all have to be engaged. We all have to get out there and do that. Uh, so I'm actually just really excited about the opportunity. Uh, you know, who knows? I don't even know if I'll be any good at it. Who the hell? No, you're going to be. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> you know, Don, I've said four know, words. This in, I've said four words this entire interview. Of course, you're very good at it because you can hold the audience. And what you have to say is so important for us to hear. It's triggered with Don Jr. Starts the week of January 23rd on Rumble. Download the Rumble app if you haven't yet. Go there, rumble.com on your desktop. And make sure you go to Don, Donald Trump Jr. And you'll find him. And I really want you to get this done. It's a multi-year deal. Axios says it's seven figures. So God bless him. I mean, it's the right thing to do. Um, after you get done with that, and maybe your dad gets four more years, I hope he does, politics in your future? Everybody but everybody. You know Don Jr. Ask him, is he going to run for office at some point? Is that in your future or not? Listen, I've been asked the question a lot. Strange, you know, I think I'm the only person performing pretty well in some of the 2024 polls, both right. with and without Trump. With the, with the ones with Trump, I'm like, I don't even I, get, I don't want to do that because you know, uh, that's one freight train you don't want to get in the way of. No, you know? no, no, I'm no. Like, I don't even want to see that one. But, you know, I guess I... Listen, it's an honor that I'm even considered in these things because I'm legitimately probably the only person in those polls that hasn't really kind of thrown their hat in their ring ever to actually do that. I, I don't right. know if it's for me right now. You know, I like the actual parts of the game that so many Republicans are bad at. Like, I like the fight. I like yeah. getting, you know, mixing it up. And I think we need that. I wish I wish that ethos sort of translated to other people, uh, you know, in the party. And that if we had 50 guys like that, I, you know, I actually want a deeper bench even if that means perhaps more competition for me one day, if and when I choose to do it, because I'm doing this not for anything other than I believe in it. Like I said, you know, I've I've gone through a lot of garbage over the last five, six years uh, by having a voice and by being active and by not backing down. Uh, you know. So it's a verifiable maybe. There's another couple of minutes of that interview, and I'm going to post the entire thing up on Rumble uh, with Don uh, Don Trump Jr. Going to be a great show when he does Triggered over on Rumble. Make sure you go check him out. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pags Show.
I appreciate Donald Trump Jr. coming on. Go to Rumble and go follow him right now. You can also follow my channel at Joe Pags on Rumble. There is more to that interview. A couple of more minutes that you didn't get to hear. Check it out tonight on Rumble, and we've got much more to come. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.